Hey guys, welcome to the Better Than Zero podcast, where we get together each day to take whatever step we can in our apprenticeship to Jesus. Each day, I want to spend time reading from the Bible and then focus on a different spiritual discipline. Today, the scripture we're going to read is continuing Jesus' Sermon on the Mount in Matthew 5, and the spiritual discipline that I want to focus on is called Bible study. Let's get started. In Matthew 5, verse 21, Jesus says, You have heard that it was said to the people long ago, Do not murder, and anyone who murders will be subject to judgment. But I tell you that anyone who is angry with his brother will be subject to judgment. In verse 27, Jesus says, You have heard that it was said, Do not commit adultery. But I tell you that anyone who even looks at a woman lustfully has already committed adultery with her in his heart. In verse 31, Jesus continues, It has been said, Anyone who divorces his wife must give her a certificate of divorce. But I tell you that anyone who divorces his wife, except for marital unfaithfulness, causes her to become an adulteress. And anyone who marries the divorced woman commits adultery. Again, you have heard that it was said to the people long ago, Do not break your oath, but keep your oaths that you have made to the Lord. But I tell you, don't swear at all. In verse 38, Jesus says, You have heard that it was said, Eye for eye and tooth for tooth. But I tell you, do not resist an evil person. If someone strikes you on the right cheek, Turn to him the other also. And finally, in verse 43, Jesus says, You have heard that it was said, Love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, that you may be sons of your Father in heaven. You have heard it said, but I tell you. You have heard it said, but I tell you. If we're not careful, it's really easy to read this part of the Sermon on the Mount as if it were simply a list of commands. And there is an element of commands here, but there is much more to the story. When you're reading the Bible, there's several things that you have to keep in mind, and one that's very important is called context. What is going on in the story, outside of the story, before, after, and so on? You can't take one verse out of the Bible, pull it out of the Bible, and just say, well, this is what I think it means. You have to read the verse within its chapter. You have to read a chapter within its book, and you have to read each book within the overall narrative of the Bible itself. It's a one long continuous story that God is trying to tell us. And we can't just take little parts and base our faith on the little parts. We have to base our faith on the whole. So what are the, a couple of things that are going on in this story? First, just a few verses ago, Jesus said, I have not come to abolish the law, but to fulfill 
the law. I'm here to give you a deeper, purer, more robust understanding of what God was trying to tell you in the first place. Zoom out a little further. Jesus, all throughout the book of Matthew, talks about the kingdom of heaven. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. And who has brought it to be at hand? None other than the king himself, Jesus. Jesus is saying, I want to show you a new way to live. Here is part of what that looks like. Let's zoom out even further. (laughs) Later in the same book, like in chapter 19 of Matthew, I think, Jesus says, you were given those laws all that time ago because your hearts were too hard to even get close to understanding what the deepness and the richness and the fullness of the holiness of God even looks like. Even further, (laughs) you can go on for a long time, but I want to say one more. In Ezekiel, which is a prophet in the Old Testament, he says, I see that there's no way you can follow these laws because your hearts are too hard. You have hearts of stone. But I, and he's speaking for God at this point, I will give you a new heart, a heart made of flesh on which the law can be written on your heart. In this context, it's not a list of rules that we have to grit our teeth and make ourselves follow, though there is room for discipline in Christianity. We have to leave room for that. But it starts by allowing God to be king and allowing God to give you a new heart. The Bible says the fruit of the Spirit is, and it lists a lot of really great things that we want to be, but you notice that it starts with the Spirit. I don't try to be more loving. I try to be more filled with the Spirit. I don't try to be more joyful. I try to be more filled with the Spirit. I don't try to stop hating my neighbor. I try to be filled with the Spirit. That is something that I want us to just take a little bit of time and think on. With that in mind, our spiritual discipline that I want you to consider It's called Bible study. There is a lot of good that can be gained from Bible reading. Like what we're doing right now, we're we're reading through the Bible. Um, God can speak to us in that way. Um, A lot of sermons are reading through the Bible, and that is helpful and good. But there is also room to know on an intellectual level what is going on in the history in the context maybe in the original languages maybe in the overall narrative of the bible itself there is a whole lot going on people spend i mean they get associates degrees bachelor's degrees doctorates spend their entire life studying the bible just so they can understand these things does that mean that 
every Christian needs to dedicate their life to intense Bible study so that they can understand the Bible? Absolutely not. God knew who he was talking to, and he gave us a Bible and the Holy Spirit, both of which are accessible to anyone who calls on the name of the Lord. But it can be helpful to have a deeper understanding, particularly when you're struggling with a specific thing. You can't always count on your pastor to preach on the, the, the question that you have. So knowing at least how, how can I find this answer can be really helpful. A couple of resources that I've used for that that are really easy to access are um, The Bible Project, which is a YouTube channel. They do a really good job at going in-depth into books of the Bible, themes of the Bible, words of the Bible that are like keywords and things. Another thing that would be really easy to go out and just get is a study Bible. There's a lot of study Bibles, so I make sure I would encourage you to do your research before you just bought whatever one popped up at the top of Amazon. But get a study Bible. It's worth the investment. There are plenty of others, but those are an easy two ways to get started. With that in mind, let's pray. Father, thank you that you're speaking to us through your Bible and through your Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen.